0: Welcome to the Gifted Therapy Podcast, hosted by Mary Stone. Through her gift of being claircognizant, psychic, and her mediumship skills, you will be intrigued and educated about alternative ways of healing. Mary has 20 years of experience to bring her to this point. It all started with a tragedy of her own. She will be joined by me, Renee Johnson, the producer and a longtime client and friend of Mary's. I am a firm believer of all things spiritual and am a testimony of how Mary's sessions have changed my life. I hope these sessions can help you with clarity, peace, comfort, and closure, and provide you with helpful information as you move through your earthly journey. Everything provided in this podcast has come from Mary's own experience of doing private readings. Hi everyone, welcome back. So today we wanted to do a part two of the Ask Mary series. So with that said,
1: hi Mary. Hi, how's everything going? Going good, you
0: know, surviving.
1: getting ready for the holidays <laughs> yeah
0: yeah having some last minute shopping to do here
1: good. yeah well, i'm glad people are still calling in with questions it makes me feel good that they've listened to the podcast and they have questions um so we don't have as many tonight as we did the first time but we wanted to get to everybody mm-hmm. so we're doing part two yes so, yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear the questions. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: we've, we've got seven questions Ooh, here. cool. Yeah.
1: I so, hope they don't stump me.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, let's go, girl.
0: All right. So, the first question comes from Pembroke Pines. And the writer asks a question from episode one and two. And okay. the question the question states Do people know from the spirit world things that we don't know?
1: Whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. I would say yes. And the reason I'm saying yes is because there's been so many times where I have asked things from the people that I've connected to the spirit world to tell me what's going to happen, say this weekend, or is so-and-so going to come to my birthday party or um, am I going to get a raise? And the answer they give me usually is like right on. Now I don't know whether it's coming from my psychic abilities or it actually is coming from the person in the spirit world. Mm. But what I would do is like contact this person. Let's just say my husband, I'm, I'm just saying this and I would say, do you, do you see so-and-so coming to my birthday party this weekend? And they would and he would say, yes, for sure. Okay. Well, that's good. And sure enough, that person shows up at my birthday party. But like I said, is it my psychic ability that's doing it, giving me the answers, or is it actually connecting to the spirit person? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a little tricky, but I would say yes. Okay.
0: Okay, so it could be psychic related or it could be this actual person coming through. But either way, I guess it's kind of like it's coming from spirit either way, I guess.
1: Yeah, I, that's why I'm saying yes. Okay. Now, mind you, I don't go way out into the future because of free will because there's always going to be a change. But in the next couple days or three days or whatever, you you know, you can ask the spirit world a question and usually it's right on as the answer I get. Or, you know, when I'm doing a reading, the person says to me, um, say I'm contacting their dad. Let's just say that. And they ask me a question and the dad answers and it does come true. So um, I would I would tell caller, the caller from Pembroke Pines that, Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do people know things in the spirit that we don't know? I would say yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> All right. So our next question comes from Texas, and it's relating to episode three. And this writer asks, "When do you f- when you feel an energy around you? How do you know if it is your loved one or a spirit guide?"
1: Hmm. Well, the energy, usually the spirit guide comes in when you need guidance. In other words, you need closure or you need a decision made. Your spirit guide only comes to you when you call upon them for information like when I do my readings, I call on my spirit guides all the time to give me, help me with the answers that I'm about to give this person. So if you're not really concentrating on getting a question answered, uh, then I would say it would be a loved one that you're feeling because you're not really asking for anything or any confirmation. Mm,
0: okay. That makes sense
1: yeah yeah i mean you're gonna have the energy around your your loved ones are around you a lot and you're just gonna feel a more lo- a loving warm feeling and comfort but spirit guides are only there when you ask uh for them to come and and, and give you the answers that you need so i hope that cleared that up um yeah yeah that, what do that, you
0: think <laughs> I think that, that was pretty clear. I mean, that would make sense. Your loved one, if they were there, they'd kind of just give you probably some kind of sign, let you know that it's them. Maybe if your mom really liked butterflies and you're thinking of her, you might run into a butterfly. Yeah. Versus like a spirit guide is like you're asking a specific question and then you receive a answer related to that question Uh,
1: good yeah i think that's a good answer and um, i hope that helps the uh, caller
0: yes for sure Mm -hmm. so next question is from west palm beach and it's related to episode four Uh, the question is when you meet someone and you cannot get them out of your mind can it be a soulmate?
1: Yeah, like we talked before, it's, you know, your soulmate is is so different. And if you can't get this person out of your thought process and you have this unbelievable attraction to this person, I would say, you know, if, if it's something different that you're feeling, it's possibly it could be your soulmate. Because as we discussed in, in the episode, you know, it's a different kind of connection. It's it's something deeper than just an initial uh, meeting or attraction. It's It's a soul connection. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yes, it's a good possibility that if you meet somebody and you constantly think about them and you can't get them out of your mind and you feel this connection either you've known them in a past life uh and you meet you're meeting again in this this lifetime or it possibly could turn out to be a soulmate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. got you okay yeah so Uh. it's It's a good possibility, but you're going to have to have to recognize the difference of just meeting somebody or meeting somebody and going, oh, my God, I just know this person. I just have such a connection with this person. I don't even really know the person yet, but I just know I have this connection with this person. And it's so strong that you can't deny it. And that's usually a soulmate. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: All right. So our next question comes from Fort Lauderdale and it relates to episode five. And they ask, how can I get over my fears? Hmm.
1: Well, it's, It's a lot of work, let's put it that way, and the more you address it and the more you can help yourself. As we said in episode five, there's different exercises that I've recommended to people. Um, As you know, fear is just an illusion. It really hasn't happened yet. And if you do these exercises and help them uh, pass through you and recognize the fears and just saying, you know, fear is not real. It's just an illusion I have because it hasn't happened yet. And help it pass through you to the other side. It really, really does help. The The biggest thing is that people uh, don't address it. They don't acknowledge it. You see, it, it sounds weird, but you have to give it credit. Like, you have to acknowledge it. Like, okay this seems very real to me. I'm acknowledging it. I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of the water. I am acknowledging this. Um, but then you have to tell your mind, it's just an illusion. So the exercises that you can do will, will help you. Um, so listen to episode five again, this, this caller and really try to do the exercises that we, uh, Uh, offered in that episode and see if it helps you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like I I said before, uh, I deal with a lot of fears and I know that technique that you mentioned definitely helps, um, especially in, in you dire times. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of the biggest
1: things that uh, people, uh, seem to deal with, um, it, it seems like it just doesn't go away or it manifests, you know, as, as you know, and I know I have fears too, and it's, it's one of the hardest things and, and, you know, I keep saying it's illusion, but boy, does it seem real, doesn't it? Yeah. When your heart is
0: racing, it's like, know. no, this is real. This is happening. You're
1: really? <laughs> the heck with the illusion, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, t- tell this listener to um, go to the podcast and listen to it again. Mm-hmm. And because um, we uh, talk about a lot more things in, in the episode.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so the next question is coming from Tampa. And um, it's related to episode six. The writer says, it was so sad when I saw your story on Earth Angels. Do they always have it hard?
1: Well, um, that's a good question. But the only thing I can do is tell from my experience, and I would say yes. But there's several different types of earth angels. There's ones that appear just to push you out of the way so you don't get run over. Then these are they come in and into a body and, and they, they help you. And then there's the earth angels that are here for a lifetime. And those are the ones that have it really, really hard. So I guess it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're just here for a second to save somebody um, it's not so hard because you're in and out like you just sort of appear in somebody's body and do what you have to do and the task is over and but the ones that are here for a lifetime seem to have taken on a lot of of tasks so Mm. it's I would say the majority of it it is hard yeah (laughs) even I cried when I listened to it back. It's my episode and my story. Yeah. And I I really got into it. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, it
0: it must be, it must kind of suck because it's like, I mean, not suck, but it's hard because you're like here to do all of these tasks, all of these purposes. So
1: it's
0: like you signed up for this, this hardness. I
1: know. Like I always say, what was I thinking, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I ran into somebody, and and she she said to me, "Oh my God, I cried when I listened to that episode." And I said, "Yeah, I I cried too. <laughs> it was me."
0: <laughs> Have to live through it, <laughs> yeah,
1: really. And uh, she said that was my favorite episode, and I was like, "Oh, thank you." So I think it's fifty fifty. Let's put it that way, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I hope I answered that. Yes.
0: So the next question comes from Cooper City relating to episode seven and they ask, why do you feel so good after Reiki and they never really actually touch you?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm wondering why too, because I'm telling you, (laughs) it's so relaxing and I'm a Reiki practitioner and, you know, you're trained really not to touch the person. I mean, unless you have permission, you can put your hands on them. But really, you're trained as a Reiki practitioner that you really don't even touch the person. So how can you get this healing in and you're not even touching somebody? It's It blows me away because, um, you know, all I could tell you is that you're a channeler of this energy. And it comes through you so strong that it goes through your hands and you can you can the person can feel that energy and it's so relaxing oh my god i love to get reiki treatments and um it's 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 just sort of hard to explain to be honest with you because i actually give it and i've actually received it and it's hard to explain how it works but it is so relaxing and, and, and the the, the collar is right you know they don't they hardly even touch you so mm-hmm. let's put it this way let's say it's a mystery <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah it it i guess it's just probably like tapping into your energy field in some way without touching you that's very strange but it works
1: it does it really really does and um all I know is you have to experience with a good Reiki practitioner and 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 have it done. It's it's heaven, you know. It's like you're floating.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. All right. So the last question comes from a writer from Hollywood, and that's Hollywood, Florida, not Hollywood, California. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> and it's relating to episode eight, and they write, "I have a child that never fits in." Well, that's what he says. Is this good or bad?
1: So the child tells his mom that he never fits in? Um, Yes. That's weird. Um, Huh. Well, as we said in that episode about the star children, they usually don't fit in, you know? Um, They're usually sort of outcasts. So maybe he feels like, you know, he is an outcast, but it seems like it's not bothering him. Um you know, these these kids are special kids. So maybe they have these abilities that you, we don't know where it doesn't affect them. Where if you're not a star child and you get left out and you're emotional and it's devastating. But obviously they know maybe deep down they know that this is the way it is for them and it's okay. So that's I really don't know because I, I I'm not a star child, so I uh I miss that generation. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know, but I would tell that mother that it's okay if the child is okay with it and says, "I don't fit in," but that's okay. Uh, he probably knows that he's just a little different, and, and he's going to be okay. So I, I would give kudos to the kid. You know. <laughs> yeah. For so, sure. Yeah.
0: And uh, I, I recall once or twice you told me that you know if you tend to be like uh, an older soul or a very spiritual person, depending on how high you vibrate, you might not connect with too many people. You know, that's
1: true. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Very yeah. good point. Yeah. Yeah. But as long as he's doing good and he's he's not uh, upset about it, then you know, mm-hmm. I I mean that's sort of a. Uh, weird that he's okay with it so that's great you know I would listen to what he has to say and and just be okay and just give him lots of hugs you know and tell him how much he's loved yes but it sounds it sounds like he's gonna be okay Yeah. So those were great questions. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. They really uh, listen to the episodes and have great questions. And I'm so happy I'm here to answer them. And um, we're going to be moving on with the podcast on another subject. Uh, A lot of people are calling me and emailing me. telling me they're having a really hard time sleeping at night and they're having uh, nightmares. And so I thought the next uh, podcast that we would do would be um, How to Quiet Your Mind. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about that one? I think that sounds great. (laughs) Yeah, I know. With everything (laughs) that's going on in the world, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I had a lady call me yesterday that was very very upset she couldn't sleep at night and i did a guided meditation for her and she said she slept like a log and the funny thing is so did i
0: <laughs> so you put yourself out i put life. myself
1: in la la land So <laughs> it worked both ways but i think that's a good uh episode for us uh next week and um, maybe I'll have some good pointers on um, how to uh, quiet your mind.
0: Yeah, I I look forward to it. And good. I, yeah, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for tuning again, tuning in again this week. And please check us out on Facebook at Gifted Therapy. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think of this episode. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Thank you.